Who's Favored? Sports Talk with Clint Pitchford and Hunter McBride. All right. Well, welcome into Who's Favored. This is the first episode of our podcast. I'm Clint Pitchford along with my co-host Hunter McBride. Um, Hunter, this is this is our first uh, episode that we've been doing. We, we've talked about doing a podcast for a while now, and of course, we would start it during the middle of a world crisis right now. Yeah, not not ideal timing to to start up anything new, uh, but uh, maybe we'll get lucky, and maybe some people got some extra times on their hands, and will will give us a listen. You know, um, so yeah, could be a plus. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I think that, you know, I, I do want to, I think that we're both on the same page when it comes to what this podcast is about. So, you know, this is anything from sports betting to um, just sports talk in general, sort of a view from Vegas, even though we both live in Alabama. Um, anything, I think I think it'll be much more of a, of a listen once we get to football season and we can start talking about some betting lines and kind of uh, – get into really who is favored and um, kind of go from there. But uh, what it's probably not going to be about is anything that's probably going to get your panties in a wad from a religious standpoint or a political standpoint or anything like that. We're, we're probably going to piss you off at some point in time on this podcast, but it's probably not going to be, it's probably going to be sports related more than anything. We may throw out some odds on the presidential election. So don't, don't completely toss out politics. But, okay. But, okay. But I'm with you. Yeah. Full, full with you. I gotcha. Um, well, before we get started, I want to talk about one of our uh, sponsors. I uh, really appreciate already having three sponsors on our first podcast. Um, if you haven't tried Anchor today, um, this is what we're doing our podcast off of. It's one of the easiest ways to make a podcast and listen. You basically can go on and use a creation of several different tools that allows you to record, edit, and post your podcast from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute that podcast for you on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Um, give Anchor a try today. You can actually start it up with no money. And you can actually make money on the podcast from sponsorships like Anchor. Um, the download for the free Anchor app is anchor.fm. That's anchor.fm to get started today. All right. So, uh, obviously, we got the COVID-19. Sounds so professional saying it that way. What do you, what's your take on the MLB and the NBA? Like, when do we get started? When do we see our next sport? Because right now, I don't think – is ESPN still a thing? Uh, it is. Um, funny you say that. I'm actually watching game six of the 2013 uh, NBA Finals right now. Um, Ooh, probably name, lost $20 on that one. Name who the matchup was. Can you name it? Ooh, 2013. 2013, uh, game six. Ooh, 2013 is, is that, I would, I would say the heat in somebody. You're right. You're right. I was about to give you a hint and say you can take a guess wherever LeBron James was that year. Right, right. Oh, man. The Heat and I feel like that was – was that – was that maybe that was a little bit before this Golden State wave. So, um, oof, I don't know. I I, I guess I might have to go with the the Heat and Golden State there, but I'm not sure. No, you're close. So, take it all the way back to Mr. Tim Duncan. Uh, okay, the Spurs. I like it. That was yeah. a good matchup. That was a really good matchup. Uh, that was back when uh, – That was the Ray Allen shot. Yes, absolutely. Oh, wow. Yeah, Ray was my boy until he left the Celtics. And uh, 
And then, you know, the heat sort of started this whole dream team run. And now we've got so many teams. You've got about five legit teams in the NBA. And there's not there's not enough true A talent to go around to make everybody even. Well, I know you mentioned, you know, is ESPN still a thing? So, yeah, it's still a thing. Um, but the world we're living live in today, we're having to rewatch these, these game five and six finals from – you know, five, ten years ago, it's pretty crazy. But, you know, just, just watching the, the fourth period of this, this game, man, it's a, uh, it, it's a throwback, you know. That team, the Heat 2013, you're talking uh, uh, Mike Miller, Birdman, Bosh, Ray Allen, LeBron. Um, that was a squad, man. They're actually – They were – they were at least no higher than probably three to one to win the whole thing, start the season, I would think. Right. Um, and, and they pushed it all the way. I, this is game six, and the Spurs are up three three games to two, and the Heat win win the series. So it goes. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, was, that was it. If, they, if that shot doesn't go in, ultimately the Spurs probably take it. And, yeah. Um, that was definitely a turning point in the yeah. series. About four minutes. Well, in the, in the in the fourth right now, so that shot's Ooh, coming up. Clutch time. Um, what do you think about the NBA now? Does and and here's what what I heard today. Somebody mentioned was, and I don't I don't know how you really break this down, but is there any teams or any type of team that benefits from this break? You know, is is a team that is on a, a losing streak? Do they get better from having this break? Is a team that's on a winning streak? Do they do they suffer for sort of getting cold during this break? I mean, is there anybody that this Break favors? Shit, it's it's tough to say, man. I mean, this is an unprecedented time for everybody, for any job, any sport. You know, I I, I'll you know go back to the younger years when we played high school sports, and you know, if you were to tell me mid-season, whether it was football, baseball, basketball, you tell me mid-season when you're feeling your best, you're you're in the groove. and you're just going to shut things completely down for for a month and a half, two months. How w- would I rebound from that? That's tough. Uh, I think it's going to depend a lot on on the individuals. You know, it is you know people like LeBron James? I guarantee you, he's still picking up a basketball every day, shooting, trying to stay sharp. But I'm sure you got other guys that are just you know that they don't know what to do with their time. They don't have structure in their life that that the day-to-day, you know, MLB, uh, NBA life gives you, and who knows what we're going to see when we come out of this. I I anticipate it is going to be a wild ride in every sport. You know, the odds are still going to favor the the people that were favored beforehand, but it's not going to shock me if we get some underdog, just crazy long shots come through. Um, I mean, you take a team like like the New Orleans Pelicans, man. Uh, Zion missed the whole first half of the season. Uh, the the longer that that we're out, he's getting healthier and healthier, and and if he is actually training and and getting himself in shape, the Pelicans could could come out of nowhere and try to make a push. I mean, you just don't know. What's what's your thought process behind it? Really, the only thing that I could think of is if there's teams out there that sort of is suffering from you know an injury standpoint, it, it allows them to get healthier. Um, you know, I I don't really know if it favors any team from a struggling or like you said it's sort of an unprecedented time to really not be able to tell who it's going to favor but i'd say maybe anybody from that's that's 
suffering that injury bug right now and needs to get somebody healthy. But, heck, in the NBA right now, we have so many guys that are setting out games. Um, I wonder what – do you know – and I hadn't looked at it or anything. Does this give Clay Thompson time to come back? Um, or are the Warriors too far out of it that, you know, even with – if they were to get Steph and Clay, would could they make a push? I, I, yeah. I yeah. I don't know when his his date was to return, but yeah, I'd say that that definitely is somebody that probably helps. Um, somebody like a team like that that's, you know, obviously they're drastically different this year than they were last year's from a from just a overall team standpoint. But you know, they've still got a lot of talent on that team. So right. um, if that that would be a team that you know they could get hot, they're sort of like your Michigan State of the NCAA tournament. You know, you know that Izzo is going to have that team ready, which. Brings me to my next point. Man, I was just totally crushed when we didn't have the NCAA tournament. Talk about one of the best things in sports, and to not be able to have that, that was uh, definitely soul-crushing. Oh, I'm with you. Um, I walked around but, the house for, for four days, and you would have thought that my dog was run over, or I just, you know. <laughs> I mean, it was a sad freaking time, man. Um, so we had a trip to Biloxi planned. I was going to be setting up in a sports book, watching the games, having a little action out on them, and then that's totally changed. And I'm telling you this, as heartbroken as I was, I'm going to be totally crushed, which I don't think it's going to get to that point. But if it ever gets to the point to where we have a problem getting football season off in time, I'm going to be pissed. Oh, cancel, cancel the year. Cancel, you know. Um, I mean, that, that's what sports is for me. You know, you look back and – you know, and and I, I I talk about this a lot with with high school. If I didn't have sports, I wouldn't have had a reason to go to school and want to actually, you know, do day to day life. And oh God, think about all the kids that have that do that live that exact thing that you just said. There, you know, yeah. they are going to school to play sports. They're they're making good grades only because they can stay eligible to play sports. Think about all the kids that are doing that today, and it's probably more today than when we were in high school. Yeah, if if I was a senior in high school right now, and you took away my senior baseball season, I'm probably not graduating. Um, oh God! See you guys. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go pick up a hammer and put on the tool belt. I'm gonna go ahead and start working on the house because because I'm not gonna graduate if I don't have something to 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 go to school for. I know that sounds crazy, but that's that's what sports means to me, you know, and that's just. Uh, you you tell me they're canceling sports the rest of the year, and I don't want to go to work. You know, I don't I don't want to eat. It's just it's a depressing thing. I don't even want to think about it. Yeah, I I, I really think you know I I don't think we're gonna get there. I think that you know here in the next month, Trump's gonna say, hey, you know, we're gonna come out, we're gonna have a day that everybody is gonna get over this, and we're gonna go back to normal, and a lot of people are that are out of jobs, they're going to get back to work. And I don't think it'll ever get to that point, but I read this stat and I'm not trying to piss anybody off from, uh, you know, taking this serious standpoint because I I think it's a serious thing, but I read this thing like today talking about, you know, we have over, we already have over a hundred thousand deaths just this year from January to April for flu now for the flu. Right. So our flu numbers and deaths in worldwide is three times higher than this virus and we've got abortion at like 10 million i mean which is you know crazy to think about we've got so many different deaths at a lot higher rate than this virus and i'm not saying it's not serious but 
we're we're really making this a focal point when there's a lot of other things that we could focus on too. Yeah, and I'm I'm with you there. I could I could talk for for thirty minutes alone about how I, you know, feel about the whole scenario and 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 how it could have been done differently. But you know, I'm not a politician. I'm not a scientist. So. You know, it is what it is. I just tell me what to do so we can get through this shit so we can get some sports back on the TV at this point. So I'm with you. Um, I'm with you. Yeah. Well, I guess the only thing that I, I know that me and you've sort of been uh, uh, dabbling a little bit in this and those that you know us that know us well, you know that we we like to have our action on something. Uh, we've got to have something to get the juices flowing. So here lately, uh, the new gambling market is the stock market. And I, I really am interested to take your opinion on this, but is there any real difference in stocks and gambling? Uh, that's tough. And for, for my two week span that I've been dabbling here, um, no, uh, I mean, I, I know a little bit about certain companies and I, and I feel like I know trends and, and you follow and you read a lot of articles, um, and makes you feel good about going into the day when it comes to the stock market the same way you would uh, prepping and, and capping a game, you know, uh, you get some tails, you get a good read, um, you know, you know, the teams that are playing against each other. And at the end of the day, it's still anything could freaking happen. And uh, yeah, it's, it, they're very, very comparative in my opinion. Now, as much as I've enjoyed playing the stock market over the last two weeks, um, I mean, I would much rather be watching, you know, a game that I love and, and have a lot of passion behind on the TV versus watching a line and some numbers go up and down on a screen. But the the monetized side of it, um, there's still a very, a very good rush when you see those those dollars going up and down, just like you would when you when you got money on the line uh, in a in a heated matchup. So, what? Uh, yeah, how's your experience go. I- I guess my take is, you know, it's almost like a, a live betting for over-under, but you can also withdraw your money out at any time. So with, with, with betting, you know, if, if I get off to a good start and an over-under in a basketball game, I'm feeling good. I'm letting it ride. If I get off to a bad start, you know, I'm like, well, screw, you know, heck, screw it. I, I can't do anything about it now. Um, we're just going to have to let it ride. And the money's out there. I can't take the bet back. But in the stock market, I can. I can take some of it back and I can recoup it. Right. Um, problem is, if I recoup it too soon and then we start hitting some threes out there, <laughs> well, now I, I could have made more money, but I don't I take my bet back. Exactly. Yeah. And there's just so many, you know, the stock market, I'm still, I'm a rookie, rookie, rookie. I'm about as noob as you can get when it comes, you know. Give me the minus 450 favorite to win it all because that's who that's who I know and that's who I'm taking, you know, uh, in the stock market. But um, it, it is very comparative. I mean, you got so many different options when it comes to buying and selling. You, you got l- literal options um, and, you know, calls and puts and and so many different things as comparative like prop bets and future bets and stuff when it comes to uh to, to sports betting and it's it's super super similar and at the end of the day uh it's unpredictable you can take the safe plays you can take the low risk stock um might not get as much uh, return out of it but it's a safe bet just like you were betting on you know the lakers to win the nba it's a safer bet you know you're not going to win as much money 
but it, it's very, very similar. And, you know, it, it, at least it is filling a little bit of a void um, while we're waiting on things to get normal. So yesterday I bet I looked at my phone damn near 300 times trying to keep up with the stock market. And I know that when I get a bet in, I can almost, I mean, I've got to the point now where I can lock a bet in, I can go to sleep. Um, if it's not, you know, a crazy amount on it and I can wake up the next day, a winner and a loser. Um, you know, the stocks is a different animal. It, it, it's, I guess if I knew more about it, I would. And over this long haul of not having sports, I'm probably going to get more and more into it. Um, but there's no way you can tell me those, those guys on wall street walking around in their suits are any better than the guys in the casino. The only difference is it's just a public perception. Yep, and they got a lot of money up there on Wall Street. So they – It's the high rollers room. It's the high rollers exactly, room. Exactly, the, the super high rollers room. And, and uh, yeah, but it's a, it's a gamble, um, 100% gamble. Uh, what, what I will say as far as the, the stock market goes, you know, it, it's – we're in an unprecedented time for us to be in the market – um, you know, I know you talking about looking at your phone 300 times. Well, that's because it's constantly going up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. Um, once we get back to normal, we get this, this coronavirus and everything behind us. Um, the, the stock market will stable out. So, you know, you can, you can have a diversified portfolio and some pretty solid stocks and you don't have to worry about it going, you know, up 50% or down 70% all in the same day. Cause, cause the market will be leveled out. So, but yeah, you're right. You know, I mean, I was following some of my stocks today that, that I've got a little invested in and one of them was up 60% on the day. Um, 60%. Nice. That's huge, you know? Um, and, uh, and, and who's to say tomorrow, it's not going to be down 70% and, and all of that, that gains are going to turn around and be completely, um, dissolve, but uh, that's the market that we're in right now. Until we get, you know, till we get to the other side of wherever that is, um, the other side of this corona. I got you. Well, uh, brings me to my next uh, talking point that we're going to talk about tonight. We're going to do a little game called Over Under. It's going to be a segment we're going to try to uh, incorporate in each. Um, episode that we do but this over under segment basically we're going to talk about something good being the over something bad being the under um i've got a good one for the over tonight i don't really have much for the under if you've got something to share you can but um for the over uh, i don't know if you heard about this guy you know you have more poker experience than i do but um basically this guy was in a poker tournament about a week ago and he well it's actually about a month ago but he bought in for about 25 cents he wins a tournament, wins about four or five bucks from what I know, and he goes and takes that, gets in another tournament. He wins like 200, and then he enters into this Sunday million, and he winds up winning the whole damn thing, and it's got like a million dollars starting with 25 cents. Wow. And this is probably the one thing that right now from a gambling standpoint is taking off is people having time to be at home, they're firing up their computers. They're throwing on their 20 bucks on there and they're getting in these poker tournaments. But can you imagine 25 cents to a million dollars? Some average Joe just getting on there, getting on the ride of his life, winning these poker tournaments. Yeah. And, and I'll, that's a dream boat, man. That's, that's what we, we, we live for as gamblers, you know, that, that uh, horseshoe of a story. Um, and, 
you know, the, the online poker world right here for us in the U.S. is still very, very slim. I think outside of Vegas, um, it's illegal, if I believe. Um, I mean, there's a couple sites here and there that you can dabble in, and it'll allow you to, to play. But Can you do full tilt from Alabama? Uh, no, you cannot. Full really? Full you could, now you, no. I thought you could, like, maybe like 10 years ago. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Yeah, back, okay. And now, before, and now we've legalized sports, but we can't legalize the poker rooms. Exactly. Back before, you know, the big – a doomsday happened in the in the online poker world um i'll never forget that day i actually lost about four or five grand that i had tied up in Ooh. in accounts that just i mean go to log on and it's just crashed you won't even you know it tells you the message that the fbi has seized this domain uh, holy shit yeah. like they took out the money that you had in the account oh yeah don't never, refund you or anything never never recoup Never Dude, imagine if you win a tournament the day before for like twenty grand or or it doesn't matter the amount. Right. If you've won a tournament and you've got some serious cash in there, I mean four or five grand's nothing to joke about. I mean, if imagine winning like one of these like dang near, you know, million dollars well, and imagine being that guy. Well, that's what, you know, one of the biggest things about the poker scandal was there were Ponzi schemes, you know. They 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 were taking people's money and just floating from account to account and and it was a ponzi scheme so yeah when they shut everything down they didn't have the money to actually pay the the players back what what was there so oh my god um, it was a freaking nightmare um I'll, I'll never forget it but i mean if if that was uh if that was legalized and it was open right now countrywide holy heck this would be a dreamboat scenario to uh to be playing you know online poker tournaments um you know, and, and you know, you know our uh, our good buddy Joe. He uh, he almost rode that dreamboat um, back when we we had those uh, those those free roll poker tournaments. He uh, he entered a free roll, won the tournament, got him a satellite uh, into another tournament. That the uh, the grand prize was a ticket to the World Series of Poker, um, and which is a ten thousand dollar buy in. And the whole package was was probably worth fifteen to twenty thousand because it paid to, for the whole travel out to Las Vegas and a week's worth of stay um, during the World Series of Poker, and he won won a seat into the satellite based off uh, based off a of free roll, and he made it to the final table of this uh, free roll. So he's got six people left. Um, winner winner goes to the big dance. And uh, the guy that beat him, the guy that put him out and won the ticket, uh, beat Joe with a two-seven offsuit versus an ace king. Oh, um, if you play any poker, uh, you, you know what that means and what that feels like. There, the worst hand of poker versus one of the best hands of poker. He got eliminated mm. from the tournament. Uh, oh, the fifteen seed over the two. Yep. So to this day, we still. You know, we'll never forget. Um, Bucket the pro was the uh, the name of the the guy that beat him, and we'll we'll stick uh, with him in casual conversation today. That you know, Bucket the pro changed his life because he he could have went to the World Series of Poker and you know could have won millions of dollars. He, he, who knows? Um, chip in a chair, right? Oof, that one that one hurts. That one definitely hurts. Oh man. Um, and then I guess you know for the under. Uh, of this over under segment, um, I guess it, it would be COVID nineteen. You got any uh, 
any bad beat stories of the of the recent uh, memory? Um, I mean, I'll talk real quick about one that you know we all know who Dave Portnoy is, um, the El Prez of of, of Barstool. Uh, I don't know if any of you follow him or watch him on social media, but he's become a day trader uh, in stocks ever since this uh, this uh, COVID nineteen started, and, and he doesn't have sports to to uh, get his fix in. He is day trading, and he live streams it on a day-to-day basis. Well, he started, it was either five or $6 million that he started with in his day trade account. Just over the last two days alone, he has lost, I think it's $2.5 million day trade. Oh, that'll make you want to jump off a cliff right there. Yeah, and and he's he's trying to short all these stocks that are just going up, up, up. And, and yeah, so he's been sick. One of his biggest ones, he's lost probably he's probably lost a million and a half dollars um, in a Boeing stock right now. So uh, it's just kind of funny, you know. Uh, anytime you see him post something, he's f Boeing or I hate Boeing. You know, <laughs> he's taking it out on the on the company when he has no he has no clue. It's it's kind of like us randomly betting. You know, a large bet for us would probably be you know what five hundred a thousand dollars and. And we bet right, right. on a team that we have no clue what's going on. Um, European basketball. Exactly. And we lose, and now all of a sudden we're pissed off that Uganda women's basketball team, you know, couldn't win by 20. You know, that's the – Now we're firing off on Brazilian volleyball. Exactly. That's that's kind of the equivalency of of what Dave's doing with, with stock market. But, hey, it, it, it is what it is. You know, he, he built a $100 million company in Barstool, so – I guess he can afford to lose, you know, two and a half million in, in a couple of days. I sent him an email today, and uh, I don't know if he's probably not even checking his emails. He's probably got some assistant to get them. But I, if you've seen anything that he does on social media, he's he's in this unboxing phase where everybody's sending him packages right. to his house. Oh yeah, and he's unboxing them and going over these reviews and and what. <laughs> What an awesome gig to have all these companies send you all these products that you could probably heck I'd probably sell half of the ones I got just to make a little extra cash, but he doesn't need it. So he's getting all these people to send him stuff so he can talk about it and it can be great advertisement for him. But I just sent him an email today. I was like, Hey man, if you've got extra pizzas around and you just want to get rid of some, you know, and you want to ship some to me, I put my address on there and I was like, Hey, t- I'll take a shot. You know, I'm a 60 to one long shot to win the Derby. Um, you know, if, if you got some extra ones and you want to send them my way, send them to Clanton, Alabama, um, you know, and of course he hadn't responded and I don't expect him to, but you got to take a shot. You know, you got to, you got to have a ticket to win. I, I've thrown some stuff in his inbox before um, to see if he got any, any responses back. But now I'm sure he's got people that filters through all of his messages on what's actually, you know, credible to, to send to him. Right, right. Um, but, yeah, that's that's been a wild <laughs> ride watching, you know, what he's got going on. Um, speaking of wild rides, uh, 28 seconds left in this game. Uh, you know what that means. Miami's down by five. Um it's about to be Ray Allen in the corner time, baby. Come back. Uh, Here we go. Here we go. Down by five with 28 seconds left. The Spurs have a chance to put this away and and win the, the 2013 finals right here. And they choke. Uh, is that is that – do you consider that a choke job or are you going to give credit to, to the Heat? You know, I don't – I don't know if I if I can consider it a choke job only because you know I don't three. think the Spurs. LeBron shoots, hits the second three. Twenty seconds left, two point game. 
do you do you make it more of about what the Heat did to come back or what the Spurs didn't do to win the game? Because I think it's more of the Heat coming back than it is the Spurs, you know, sort of missing some shots, allowing them to get in the game. I've seen choke jobs like that, turnovers and missed free throws and things like that. I think it was more about just the talent that the Heat had and they caught – you know, lighting in a bottle in the last minute of the game. I don't know, man. I'm watching this replay right here. Uh, Bron Fogs one from the top of the key, bricks it, and <sighs> Kawhi Leonard had the rebound in his hand. Ball game. You're up by five, 20 seconds left. They're going to foul you, put, put, you know, one of the best young shooters in, in the game on the line, and he let the rebound go right through his hands, right back to a Heat player, bounced it right back out LeBron, and then he drained it. Kawhi Leonard. Now, granted, he got justice last year. Um, right, right. But, you know, it's funny. You look back at, you know, a game that was seven years ago, and, and that's the first time I've seen that that particular angle. And, I mean, yeah, Kawhi Leonard could have won the Spurs that, that final by just getting that rebound right there. Oh, i tell you what, that's complete madness. Another thing – that is complete madness is not having insurance when you need it brings us up to our next sponsor alpha insurance um they can cover you from anything from home auto to life insurance having a local agent you know and trust especially when you need to file a claim is extremely important you can call yours truly myself clint pitchford in bravo alabama uh, for all of your home auto and life insurance needs that's alpha insurance um all right so I want to talk about this next little segment that we're going to start doing. Um, I know you don't have a Facebook and that's okay. Cause I don't have a Twitter. And at some point we we probably need to get on the, the social uh, media bandwagon when it comes to especially getting the word out about this podcast. But um, one thing going on on Facebook right now, cause people are bored out of their damn minds right now is they're putting these, all these sort of get to know you games on Facebook as their status. And one of the things that people are doing is they're posting a 10 things that you don't like that everyone else does. So basically popular things that everyone loves that you don't like. And I don't know if you've ever really thought about these, but uh, my wife actually convinced me to do this, but I'm a strange cat. I, I live in very strange ways. And so I put mine out there and it probably topped just about any list out there, but we'll go over a few of them with you. Um, obviously one of the big ones that I always get stares at when I go out to eat, especially when I'm in, in the corporate world, if I'm meeting with any kind of boss or anybody that I'm trying to impress, um, salads, I don't, I don't eat dressing on my salads. I eat them dry like a damn rabbit. Uh, yeah, that, that would be definitely not the norm. Um, probably yeah. the only person I see people that do light, light dressing or dressing on the side, but Ooh, no dressing, dry salad. Uh, yeah, that's tough. Uh, another one, I go to the beach. Um, I don't like it. I go because my wife likes it. I go because, you know, uh, I have friends that like it, but I don't care nothing about sitting out in the hot sun. I don't sit in my yard when it's a hundred degree weather. I go inside like a normal person. Um, so I don't care nothing about just because I have less clothing on to go sit on the beach. Um, don't care nothing about it. Uh, concerts, uh, you know, uh, this brings me to another point. Um, one strange thing that I do that most people don't is I don't really listen to music in the car. I either think or I listen to talk shows. So that sort of ties into the next one. Concerts, I, I don't really care nothing about them. Pay pay money to, to listen to people sing. I'm just I'm just not a fan. 
and and the, the whole world probably is is shaming me about that but i just can't really get into that uh, I'm, I'm not with you on the concerts i do enjoy a good night out having some drinks listening to a band that you either a grew up oh yeah I'm, I'm all for getting drunk and having a good time <laughs> but uh uh they, these like where you get in the get in the car you go with your wife or girlfriend or whoever or a group of buddies and you go out to you know you drive two hours you pay a hundred dollars for this ticket and I, I just can't get into that i just can't I, I can understand that that side of it um I definitely can. The beach, I'm with you 100% there. I'm not a beach body. Um, I don't like the heat. I don't like the sand. I don't like the salt. Uh, the only thing I like about the sea, the, the beach is girls in bikinis. So, uh, I mean, outside of that, you know, put me on a lake or, you know, in a lawn chair with a with an umbrella shade over it, and, and I'll be perfectly happy. I don't have to go down to the beach and, and sit my ass in the sand to, to enjoy that. So, I'm with you there. Um, I mean, I probably can't come up with ten personally. That I'm, I'm a pretty normal cat, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty go with the grain type guy. Uh, the first thing that popped in my head when it comes to things that I don't like that everybody always talks about. Um, I'm not a Star Wars guy. Never seen it. Don't want to see it. Don't care to see it. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's that's one I've seen a couple people throw yeah. out there, and I think it was because it was a little bit before our time maybe and uh and we just never really got into that wave yeah um i'm guessing and it's one of those things there's so damn many of them now it's like eh, shit i'm not gonna spend a week of my life now to go back and watch all these star wars that are not that no. are or not in the right fucking order i mean who who they're they're so ass backwards you know it's supposed to be star wars three four five then one two then then uh the prequel and sequel and i don't have time for that man just give me a movie i'll watch it if it's good i'll watch the yes. sequel um but yeah i miss but all, all all those big ones that turned out to be books their movies man i never got into any of those the harry potters the twilights like man i'm telling you i never got into any of those careful careful with, with this with this where this is going um i'm a harry potter okay okay i'm a harry potter fan uh, i like the lord of the rings um I may okay. or may not have seen a couple of the Twilights. I'm not gonna not gonna go down that. Road. I'm not gonna deny that I didn't watch a yeah. movie, but I I would much rather watch a movie than read a damn book of 700 pages. I ain't got time for that. I mean, give me the, give me the betting lines, and that's about the only thing that I'm gonna read, or or maybe a little article while I'm on the toilet. But uh, I'm not gonna read a 700 page book. I'm just not gonna do it. That's because we got we need that time being invested in in capping these games that that are gonna come back on. You know. That's exactly right. Another one that just pisses me off is more of a complaint, more of a rant, which is probably a segment we needed to have on here. Is just just a rant session, a bash session. Um, but one of the things that I just cannot stand is liking your own status on Facebook. If you post it and then you go back and like it, of course you liked it, Karen. <laughs> You're the one that went on there and you posted that shit. Why did you go back and like it? Of course you did. That's saying you liked it because you posted it. Uh, I, I hear you there. I'm not a Facebook guy, so I hadn't had Facebook since uh, sophomore year of college. It's the last time I had Facebook. What's the main reason for you just just you're bashing that? You just shut that down. You just like the whole. You didn't want the whole world to get in to what Hunter McBride's up to. Uh, I mean, there's lots of reasons to it. You know, um, I just felt like 
there was just too many people that was always prying, prying into your business. Who's who are you talking? Right, Who's posting right. on your wall? Who are you friends? With? I'm gonna tell you this: if if somebody takes a picture and tags you and identifies you, that was probably the era where you were scared for folks to have a phone out if you were ever in a spot that you shouldn't be in. Well, you know, early college days, you know, there's there's a lot going on. Yeah, I don't need people to know where I was at on Friday night or, or Saturday. Exactly. So, you know, it just came to a point where it just it was too it was more of a hassle having it and, and the day that i got rid of my facebook it was like a weight lifted off of my shoulders like uh no nobody knows what i'm doing where i'm at who who i'm with and on the flip side i don't know nor care what everybody else is doing and uh i've never looked back from that now i've conformed and got the twitter and i, and I do have an instagram um i like a lot of sports sports pages and news pages and, and, and business stuff that, that Twitter and Instagram had. Um, but yeah, I still, to this day, I got no, no care to go back to Facebook. I just, it just, I don't know. It, 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 it threw me off back then and, and I just have no, no love for it now. I'm with you. Um, all right. Well, before we start to wrap it up and talk about the, uh, the key events that'll be coming up in the fall and how crazy that's going to be. Do want to mention um, our, one of our big sponsors that we have on the show is express bet. Uh, it's a horse betting uh, app that you can download. Express bet allows you to go in and use one of their newest features. First bet. It allows players to go in and watch over 2000, 200,000 episodes from past races to identify horses with a key winning padding pattern or winning angle. Um, you can check out this great tool and many more at express bet. Basically express bet is, uh, an app for a lot of people that want to go in and, uh, handicap the races and, and bet on horses. And, you know, I know you're not a, a big handicapper when it comes to the horses, but you do like to have a little action. Um, what do you think about all of the events that have been moved to the fall? We've got the Kentucky Derby, which comes up in May. Um, it's being moved to the, the first first Saturday in May, now the first Saturday in September. Um, also, during college football season, we've got the Masters coming up in November. I mean, this is going to set up for a crazy fall, almost like almost like we're getting reimbursed for this time off. I, I'm a little had. worried. Uh, it could be an overload, man. You know, uh, you know it, it's like – Paycheck yeah. blown. Um, I mean, you go you go three months without without seeing a woman, and then you go into the strip club. That's you know, uh, that's Woo. that's a uh, can be overwhelming. So, uh, super yeah. super exciting to to know that we're gonna get these sports back here in a couple months. But it's gonna be a lot of action going on at one time, and, and for for guys like us that like the year long. Um, action because we can it gives us time to cap different different teams different sports and, and really focus on on what we do well it's going to be haywire you know it's going to be runs of ups and downs like we've never had before but um shoot i'm excited i'm saving up all my pto uh, i may not work a friday um from from end of end of uh, august through the first of january next year i may not work a single damn friday I mean, can you imagine like having having that four day stretch of the Masters and then mixing that in with college football and being able to just to flip back and forth channel to channel? You got football. I mean, that's that's November. That's getting into you know right around the the rivalry weekend. 
period. Um, you know, early November is always that big game of Alabama and LSU. Um, man, that that is going to be just insane to think that we're going to have that. And then the opening, you know, I'm telling you this, from a holiday standpoint, to me, Labor Day weekend is almost like Christmas right. to me. I mean, the first Saturday of college football, we got wall-to-wall action all day long. Um, I never want to have any trips planned during that time. If I do, it's it's going to be somewhere where I can seriously sit down and watch the games. Um, man, that's I'm, I'm already getting excited about it, just thinking about it all the way. Yeah, April. I'm with you. And, uh, you know, at this point in time, we're just uh, going to have to settle for, you know, game six of the 2013 finals, which um, – I'm not watching the EA Sports. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing those EA Sports crazy little video games. I can't get into that. I'm sorry. I'm not going to break down and go. What? You're not going to turn on ESPN, the Ocho, and watch some head ping pong, volleyball, table tennis uh, game? I, I can't. I'm talking about those like virtual games where like they they've got like NASCAR now where like they're it's like a it's like almost like when you were a little kid and you were playing the video game and you wanted to see who was going to win so you just put it on auto drive almost and the games just played out on the TV um, these little virtual games simulated games I can't get into that I, I can't it's I, uh, I can't go there I'm, I'm I'm in the boat of I'm not going to knock it until I try it if you sent me a link right now and said hey bet on this e game whatever it is I'd probably take a peek at it that that's uh, you know, I'm a slight breeze away, uh, is the saying, you know, give me, give me some type of action and I'm probably going to be, be, uh, be all in on it. All right. Well, uh, I think, um, that's going to wrap it up for uh, tonight. Uh, you know, we're going to, we're going to try to do this thing weekly. There may be a time where, where we don't get a show in or, or we may even be a time where we get two shows in in a week. But, um, for those listening, we're going to always try to record this and get this posted out to you on Thursdays. Um, appreciate you guys listening to our first podcast on who's favored. Um, got anything you want to add? Uh, no, it's, it's exciting, man. You know, we've talked about this for a long time. I'm just being able to sit around and shoot the shit about what's going on, what we, you know, love to do and, and sports and, and gambling is our passion. So, uh, I'm excited. Uh, I hope we're not too, too boring and hope we do get some, some listeners out there and, uh, I'm open to, to see where this goes. I'm excited. Yeah, I, I can't wait to the fall. Hopefully, we'll get some guys in with uh, some some serious, um, you know, betting and handicapping knowledge to go along with us, and and uh, that'll be a, a fun time in the fall. So, all right, well, uh, that'll do it for this week, and we'll we'll see you next week on Who's Favorite.